Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The following program contains strong sexual content. Viewer discretion advised. Today on an all-new Dr. Phil. They say that you're involved in threesomes with your boyfriend. They say that... They have seen you covered with hickeys. They whip each other, spank each other. Is this a fetish group? They claim their sister has a secret sex life. You're posting pictures of your body beaten and bruised. And she needs an intervention. I truly despise the person that Kim is today. They say that there are orgies at group meetings. Absolutely not. My niece has told me that she hears whipping sounds coming from the bedroom. My daughter is not exposed to this. I hate whips. But paddles? You're okay with paddles but not whips? Yes. When I hear my niece telling me stuff. What is the most disturbing thing she's told you? Let's do it. Have a good show, everybody. Here we go. I hate to see people suffering, and you've hurt long enough. Stand by, Dr. Phil. I'm going to get you the help that you need. In five, four, This is going to be a changing day in your life. Go, Dr. Phil. Whips, chains, domination. It seems more and more people are trying it, thanks to the book Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> but my guests Emily and Lori are turning Fifty Shades of Red over their sister Kim's behavior. They say when their older sister lost 115 pounds, she lost her mind. They say she turned into a different person by joining a sex group that's into S&M. Now, Lori and Emily say it's time for a sister intervention because they are so worried, not because of her and just what she's doing, but because she has a nine-year-old daughter and that this daughter is being taken around this kinky fetish group. Kim says not true. Take a look. I have two sisters. Kim is the oldest. My middle sister is Lori. I'm the youngest of the bunch. Kim was my idol. She was my best friend, the one I looked up to the most. Kim loved just being a mom, being a wife, having a family. But then about a year and a half ago, she had gastric bypass surgery and she lost well over 100 pounds. And she changed into a whole different person that I don't even recognize anymore. Kim filed for divorce and joined a group for parents that are going through a divorce. I found out that this is not a divorce group uh, that Kim's in, it is a sex group. This group, from what I have learned about it, it is about people that have sexual fetishes and they basically perform those fetishes on each other. They whip each other, spank each other sometimes with paddles. Just very aggressive moves that leave markings on your body and could really hurt you. Kim's priorities right now, I think, are herself first. 
the sex group, and then her daughter. Kim started referring to these group members as her family. She said she doesn't need her blood family anymore. That she's found people that accept her for who she is and what she is. I think Kim thinks that she's doing nothing wrong. She thinks she's a perfectly normal, everyday, average mother. I still love Kim very, very much because she's my sister, but I truly hate and fear and despise the person that Kim is today. I just wish that the three of us, meaning Kim, Lori, and myself, that we could just go out and be sisters. Doing this interview, going through some of the pictures of all of us when we were together, I just wanted to jump into the photograph and go back to that time. I miss it. But Kim says when she lost weight, she gained a newfound confidence. She says she is the happiest that she has ever been. And she wants to know why her sisters are judging her and not supporting her. Take a look. Life before gastric bypass surgery was unhealthy, tiring. It was dark, uh, not about me at all. Now that my life is awesome, other than the drama with my sisters, especially with Emily. Emily does think everything I'm about is sexual, and that is all I care about in my life. And that is far, far, far from the truth. The group I am in is not a sex group. The group is a support group because it's a place for me to go where I'm free, where I'm not judged, where I'm just me. I didn't tell my family because I didn't need them to know about that. It, it wasn't because I was ashamed, but because I was in this journey of trying to find my own niche in the world and trying to do something for myself. I don't look at myself as being part of a group. It's my friends. We gather. It's really no different than a a church group gathering to have a, a picnic. Now that I'm so happy, I have no support from my sisters. With Emily, I feel that because we were so close and did everything together, maybe she felt I was pushing her out of my life. With Lori, I find it most annoying because Lori had gastric bypass surgery the year before I did. She knows what it's like to learn about yourself, to put yourself out there, and it makes me angry that she's not supportive of that. I'm not willing to quit the group. I'm not willing to give up anybody that's in my life. I'm not willing to make any changes in my life to have a relationship with my sisters. Okay, now l let me ask you two. You think she's just gone over the high side? Yes. Just gone crazy? Yes. And you've tried to talk to her about this before. You've tried to intervene Yes. A few times, right? Mm -hmm. She says that whenever these things happen and they've tried to intervene, which you threaten her, you threaten that you're going to keep your daughter away from her, that you threaten you're going to spread rumors about her, that you're going to say that she's involved with all these terrible people and terrible things. I would say that that's completely opposite. I have threatened to not allow my daughter around <clears throat> her, but I have not threatened to spread rumors. If anything, I've been the one against any talking behind people's backs and okay, things like that. Okay, somebody's lying. <clears throat> okay, this, this drives me crazy. You, you guys are here for what? Tell me why we're all here today. I'm here for my niece. I don't care what Kim does behind closed doors. That's her business. What I care about is how it's affecting my niece and the things that she says. If it wasn't for my niece, I doubt we'd even talk, to be okay. honest. Right, so you're here out of concern for the child. Correct. Well, let me put my hand up on that because I always look to see what's going on with children. And it seems like this is pretty chaotic at, at, at this level. I don't know about her. We'll talk about that in a minute. Why are you here? Mainly because of the things that um, her daughter has told me. Um, 
she has told me that laying out on the couch in the living room, she could hear my sister having sex and that she's had to put her head into the couch cushion to drown out the noises. Well, that's a lot more fabricated than the first time I heard that. That's exactly what the I first, told you. The first time I was told that she, that she said she heard noises coming from the room, that was a lot more detail to that one. Yeah. Yeah. What's the implication? You're saying she's making the story up? It's definitely been added to since I've heard <clears throat> it the last 150 times. I asked your daughter what she thought they were doing in there, and she looked at me and said, Emmy, you know what they're doing. And I said, how do you know? Because I can hear it. And the door is locked, and I can't get in. My door's never been locked, my daughter. I have text messages proving that you do lock it. From you. My door was locked when we were getting dressed in the morning. That was it. My door has never been locked. I don't even lock my front door. So your door has been locked. It's when you're changing clothes Correct. or whatever. When, Correct. When okay. we were changing. My door has never been locked. My daughter, my daughter's never been locked out. Okay. Um, they're concerned that you're involved in this, to use their term, kinky, mm -hmm. sex group, fetish group, whatever. It's called the group. Mm -hmm. and that you thought it was a divorce support group. Correct, because that's what she was telling everybody that she was in. But it's not a divorce support no, group. No, and I, and I never came across <clears throat> it that way. I told, when I explained where I was going, I said I was going to group. That's how I refer it. Um, it is a support group for me. I have made connections within the group of friends that have been going through a lot of the same things I have been going, including being divorced, being a single mom. Including married people who are still currently married. Mm -hmm. Okay, is this a fetish group? Everything that I do is with one person. It is private. How does it get on the internet? That's not private. I have posted a few pictures. Of your private areas beaten and bruised. Wednesday on an all new Dr. Phil. Both of you cheated in the marriage. Both of you lied in the marriage. It's a battle of the exes. The only way anything's going to work is if we're honest. Well, that ship is sailed. Everyone's taking sides. My mother showed up to court on my ex-wife's behalf. And dropping bombshells. We talked about you visiting or coming by. You moved to Florida and didn't tell me. Are any of y'all on medication? America's most watched talk show. That's Wednesday. Okay, is this a fetish group? Um, sure, there's people into it with fetishes. It can be known as a fetish group, sure. Well, I'm, I'm not yes. judging it. I'm yes. just asking. I mean, if, it's, if, it's, mm -hmm. if there's nothing wrong with it. Yep. We, do discuss, we do discuss fetishes, yes. You do more than discuss them. I do not, know. You don't? No. Okay. What about all those pictures on the website? Those were not done. That, that's the misconception that my family has. <clears throat> my family thinks... Well, let's clear it up. Okay. They think that I'm going to group, and at group... All this is done in public, all this is done in front of group and everything else. It is not. I have a few friends within the group that I do do a few things with. Everything that I do is with one person. It is private. I do not I don't participate care what in you group do. events. I, how does it get on the internet? That's not private. I do have a personal profile in which I have posted a few pictures. A few? A few. Because I have like 58 of them on my computer at home of your private areas beaten and bruised, saying this is what happens when you text and drive. Yep. There was one of my backside, <clears throat> correct. According your to your sisters, mm -hmm. and I, I'll just tell you, yep. because this is what concerns me, mm -hmm. um, and then I, I want to talk about what you say about this. They sure. say that you're involved in threesomes with your boyfriend who stays there. 
Absolutely not. And that your daughter is there. My daughter is there. My boyfriend uh, has to be there. And if threesomes are going on with people from this group and your daughter's there, then I would be concerned about that. They say that Absolutely. they have seen you after these meetings where you just talk about fetishes. You say, but that you've been covered with hickeys after a group meeting. No. I've seen you covered in hickeys coming you, not from a group We meeting. had a conversation about that not that long ago because you were like, everybody thinks I'm a slut. And I told you, walking around with all the hickeys on your neck, I said, you look like one. And you said, yeah, I know. They say I that, have hickeys. that there are orgies at group meetings and at home while you were living with your husband, but he wasn't involved in them. Absolutely not. Group meetings are <coughs> held at a public place. It is conversation. There's nothing like that that could legally go on, first of all. There's never any event or anything that I've ever participated with in my home. It's never been brought to my home. They say that you're having sex with five or six group members, that the group sex with random people from the website, it's unprotected, that you're mm -hmm. posting photos of your bruised private parts, and that you're involved in needling or threading where part of the sexual interaction is to penetrate your skin with needles and pull thread through? None of this is sexual um, with anybody else but my boyfriend. Uh -huh. I have never had sex like that, and I never would. Stacey I'm monogamous. Even in the picture when those pictures were Correct. posted. But so I've never somebody had else pictures. Are you telling me you. you've seen pictures of her with this needle? Correct. Yes. It was a purple corset that was across her chest and, and it wasn't on her a needle, back. It was a staple. You've been stapled? Correct, with medical staples. It, it was a ribbon that was put in corset style with, and attached with, with medical staples. That you've been tied up in ropes, wrapped up in ropes? I've had ropes and knots on my arms. I don't like being completely restrained, so I've never been completely tied up. And wax dripping and that scratching that. you until you bleed? Um, I have. I have. I've been scratched. Your people scratch you until you bleed. Anything. And then whipping. No, I hate whips. But paddles? <laughs> you, yes. You're okay with paddles but not whips? Mm -hmm. To some degree, but not to the degree that most people do. No. Okay. And again, that's not a group setting thing for me. It's okay. very but private. But you saw pictures on the website where she had been uh, apparently punished, spanked. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so, and listen, I'm not judging this. I'm just wanting to clarify it. That's absolutely fine. And you say you're very dominant in your life, and so you enjoy playing submissive. I do. Is there a couple's house that you go to and play a submissive? I don't go to a couple's house and play anything. I, do, I, do I do their dishes for them? Enroll, yes. That sort of thing. What do you mean enroll? If you want to talk submissive. That, that's as far as it goes for me. They're referring to that because on our profile you pick a category or whatever that you fall into. That's where I fall into. I'm not dominant. I'm not any of the other way out there categories that I don't get into. So that's what I choose. I don't do it. So you go lot. over and do their dishes? and I go over there and have barbecues. I go over there and have fun. Occasionally I'll do their dishes. I'll, I'll make a pot of coffee. That sort of thing. But you say enroll. If you want to talk submissive, yes. They're referring to that because on my profile it does say that I sub for somebody. Yes, okay. that would be them. Your concern is that many of these things that we've just talked about, some of which she agrees with, some of which she characterizes differently, mm -hmm. are going on 
in the presence of and around her daughter. That's correct. I, I don't understand why she's so concerned about her niece. She's never really been active in her niece's life before. I mean, I'm glad that she does mm -hmm. take up I'm her I'm not allowed but... to be around her without supervision, <coughs> was... which is what you've told me, because mm -hmm. she took her on a horse without a helmet because you sent one with that was way too small for her head. We just literally walked around with yeah. my niece on the horse. And since then, that's been her only thing. I'm too dangerous to be around without her being supervised. So I see her when, when our, my parents have her. If, mm -hmm. you know, Emily, we go to the races, I'll join up and visit with and, my niece. And you guys work in the same office? We do. Yep. All right, coming up, Emily says Kim's daughter was missing for five hours, and the police were called to start a search. How did Kim lose her daughter? Did she lose her daughter? Is this much ado about nothing? We'll talk about that when we come back. My eight-year-old niece has told me that she has heard sex noises coming from the bedroom and whipping sounds, and that they're so loud and so odd, she's very scared. I am so angry at my sister. How can a mother do this to their child? This November on Dr. Phil, he won Survivor China, but six years later... I've never talked to a guest who was closer to death than this one. He's losing a battle with alcohol. Can you walk? I have down to help. How drunk do you think you are right now? Today, I had an entire bottle of vodka. Do you know what it's going to do to your mother if she has to bury her boy? Do you care about her? Of course I do. Why are you doing this to yourself? Plus, exclusives you'll only see on Dr. Phil. Did you actually see him shoot himself? Yeah, but I don't remember anything. Was it suicide? None of us had anything to do with your son's death. Or something else? I don't think that they're telling the truth. I'm just upset that I even have to be here. Well, is that inconvenient for you? This November on Dr. Phil. I want my sisters to get off my back. They have no idea what they're talking about when it comes to my life and the way I live it. I definitely think that this has become Emily's obsession. She's gone off the deep end. Emily started sending me some hateful texts. I've been a whore, a horrible mom. Some days it's an all-day thing from sunup until sundown. Since June, I have 1,212 texts from Emily. I feel like I am under attack. If it doesn't stop, I'm close to having to do some sort of legal action to keep her away from me and my family. Okay, Kim says she is sick of her younger <laughs> sisters butting in to her new, skinny, sexy, and happy life. She says she's happier than she's ever been. Why can't they just be happy for her? But Emily and Lori say they must intervene because Kim's priority has gone from being an attentive parent to being a member of a kinky fetish group that pushes everything else to the side. Take a look. My eight-year-old niece has definitely changed dramatically in the past year. She went from being a fun, loving, energetic kid to somebody just feeling empty and lost and scared. My niece sleeps out in a living room and has told me that she has heard sex noises coming from the bedroom and they're so loud and so odd that she has had to put her head into the couch cushion to drown out the noises. And she even told me that she hears whipping sounds and that she's very scared because she doesn't understand fully if her mother's in pain or if she's being hurt. 
When I see my niece, I see neglect. Emily and I have called CPS on, on Kim uh, twice. The past year, my niece has put on quite a bit of weight. Her teeth are not brushed every day. There have been times where you can definitely tell she had had an accident because you could smell the urine on her. Every doctor that my niece has seen says that her having accidents is its behavior. About eight months ago, my niece was missing for about five hours. When that happened, I kind of thought it was a blessing in disguise once I realized she was safe because I really thought that would have snapped Kim out of this, but not a thing changed. I am so angry at my sister that I could just scream and yell at her. And there are days where I do want to smack her in the face because of what she's doing to her innocent child. How can a mother do this to their child? Okay, what's your response? Oh, honestly, Dr. Phil, all I can do is laugh. They have no idea. My daughter was not missing for five hours. She was missing for three. Um, Ooh, at, the time, at the time, mm. we had an arrangement with the little girl that lived up the street, literally, bird's eye view. You didn't even know her parents. Um, <clears throat> I did know her parents. No, you couldn't tell the um, cop one single friend's name or number. They, they asked know where you the one if her where friend... she was at, where they lived. The deal was right, that I would watch her walk child. up. Once she got into the driveway, the other parent would then take them in. If they weren't home, she would walk back down. I watched her walk to the driveway. I went back in the house. I neglected to watch her walk all the way to the door. Then you would have that noticed friend that was not home. not home. She proceeded up the street another two houses and went to another friend's house. And that's where she was. The mother brought her home three hours later. No, Haley walked home because I was there when she walked home. She was dropped off. No, they I was there with home. the cop. When did you discover that you didn't know where she was? Well, we went to get her. We went to pick her up on our way out of town, and she wasn't at that person's house that she was supposed to be at. Nobody was home. They were at a football game. Yeah, they were so at a football game. So she never even made it So she never came house. back home. She went up the street two more houses to another friend's house rather than Don't most parents take their children to the house to make sure it's okay with the parents that they play? Because we had an agreement with the parents that if they weren't You didn't home, even know their name. And you, when the cop asked you to do the address, you're like, I'm not sure. All I know is it's up over there. No, I knew the first person's. I did not no, know where she ended up. Okay, are you... <laughs> Uh, and again, listen, mm -hmm. I, people have sexual, no sexual preferences. It, it's whatever. It, it, in my view, as long as nobody is hurt, people Correct. are willing, Correct. Uh, consenting adults, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, then it's none of my business what somebody does. I, I don't judge it good, Correct. bad, indifferent. It's none of my business. Mm -hmm. What I am concerned about is if you know anything about the people that you're dealing with, and if, in fact, your daughter is being exposed to any of this behavior, which, in Correct. my opinion, would be hugely inappropriate. Absolutely. And I would take a lie detector test right here, right now. My daughter has <laughs> never been exposed in any way, shape, or form. Nothing has ever hit. been in my home. I don't bring it to my home. What about the night that I had? You, you say no. So you, this group doesn't meet at your house. Absolutely you not. You go meet somewhere there. else. No, nobody from the group ever is around your daughter. Correct. And your boyfriend's a member Correct. of the group. Correct. But nothing is done in our home, ever. But do you take your daughter to group events? Absolutely not. Because according to your sisters, you bring your daughter to group stuff if it's on weekdays. And I don't go anywhere on weekdays. I might meet with my group once a month. That's if I go to the monthly meeting. How do you know that she goes <clears throat> to That's what group? I would really love to know. Because on the website where she checks in 
and where the meetings are and stuff like that. Yeah, you look at it's where the that, meetings are, but that doesn't and you have any idea where I'm going. going. And then my parents watch her daughter when she goes, and they tell me where she's my going. My parents do have her a lot. A lot, a, a lot. lot. No, they don't. Is Emily out to get you? Absolutely. I've called her a bitch. I've called her crazy. Are you obsessed with her life and what she's doing to the point that it's disrupting your own? Closed captioning provided by... Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. You've called CPS three times? Uh, twice. And you've called CPS twice? So four times between you? Mm -hmm. Correct. Okay, I thought it was five, but I'll, I'll go with four. So you've, you've called CPS four times, so they, when they get a complaint, they, mm -hmm. they investigate. Mm -hmm. They do. Yes. They respond. Have they found anything wrong? Nothing. I don't know. She's a pretty good manipulator. Manipulator I, and liar. We've worked together for almost 14 years. Yes. And uh, I don't talk about her at work, but if I was to tell the people at work who she is, like outside of work, they wouldn't... You'd they wouldn't be sorely surprised if you talked to a lot of people at work. Mm. Um, she's, she's fooled a lot of people. She... She's I can't fool Dr. CPS, Dr. Phil. They've been in my home unannounced. They've come for visits without telling me. As you said, me. I don't see my niece very often, and right. I don't. But when I do see her, especially this last year, she just, to an aunt that she's not particularly close to, like Emily, mm -hmm. when I hear her telling me stuff, that makes me go... What is the most disturbing thing she's told you, straight up? That she hears her mom having sex. She, it wasn't through Emily. We were at one of the, the races mm -hmm. and we were sitting on the grass talking and she said that she hears mom. And I said, my thing is, is I don't want to question her. I don't get to spend a lot of time with her. And I'm like, oh, okay, what do you hear? And she's like, she just rolls her eyes and just like, whatever. And I'm like, I'm not going to push that. Are you kind of obsessed about this? Oh my God, yes. Am I obsessed about... Are, are you obsessed with her life and what she's doing to the point that it's disrupting your own? It has to. It has. It has in the past, but not so much anymore. Um, the text messages have been equally the same. I've had to block Kim from my phone number twice, and then she goes on to the computer and gets a new number and will continue to text me from those numbers. And what does she text you? Um, really nasty things that I won't see my niece again. If you piss Kim off in any way, you'll never see her again. I'll take her out of state, and we'll move so far away. I have, I have been that way in the past, but in the last year, year and a half, I have worked very hard to not use my daughter. And in fact, there is an upcoming trip that my daughter is going on with Emily and her husband that's been very difficult for me to let her go on because of all this, but I have not once taken that away. I'm, when we do come in contact with Lori, um, we did for a work meeting. I've never pulled my daughter away from going up to her and seeing her. That's because it was in front of all of our coworkers. It was a real good show. I would show never you do that. On. Are they out yeah, to get you? Is, is Emily out to get you? Absolutely. Why? What is her motive? I don't know. 
I just want to live my life. I just want to be happy. My daughter and I are more connected than we've ever been. She's a happy, healthy... Then why did she tell me she doesn't like being touched anymore? She why, wouldn't why even hug Minnie Mouse. verbally to me, to my face, it makes her uncomfortable to be touched? They think you are addicted to this group, that you spend five to six hours a day online. Oh How they goodness. know that, I don't know. But they say you spend five to six hours a day online. You're posting up all of these pictures of your body beaten and bruised and in, in different uh, compromising poses and evidencing involvement in this fetish behavior, that you've posted pictures of bruised private areas, that you've had sex parties at your home oh while you were living with your husband and your daughter was there. Nope. And that you have partner parties at your current apartment that there's alcohol involved, we and that your daughter alcohol. is there, and that you take her to group events, um, and, and so they're afraid. Okay, if you want to go into the fetish world and do whatever you want to do, I, I really think they don't care about that. Good on oh, you. Oh, Emily most definitely does. Uh, but I think they're I saying if you're involving your daughter, their niece then they're concerned about it. My daughter is not exposed to this at all. And alcohol, I can't, you drink more alcohol in a day than she I drink in a year, a I can't. A day? Oh man, She wow. doesn't have a child. Um, I, Emily, I, I do think that you're a little bit more wrapped up in, I, I don't think you approve of this. You've always kind of had a little, but, you know, that's not my style, I don't approve of it, which, right. which is fine, but my take on it is, is who cares what she does behind closed doors? And you know I've always felt that way. Yes, I absolutely. Really She's care. always been respectful of my private life. Always. My, the, the reason I got brought into this is because mm -hmm. a niece I don't see often, a niece that doesn't know me too well, has said this stuff to me without her around. Were you calling her a whore and a slut just because she was getting Absolutely gastric not. bypass? I have never called no, she her was a calling whore. me that before my gastric Yeah, bypass. I have never called... See, this was her to you, yes, but it have, wasn't you to her. That's correct. And I yeah. have a text message just last week. Is that week. true? I've oh, never yeah. called you You know what, Dr. Phil, over the years we've slashed names and everything else. Mm -hmm. I don't recall that, but I'm not going to say I didn't. Is this disrupting your marriage? It has. Because, because you're so focused on her? Not so much that because of the amount of, of arguments that we've had via phone and via text. Because, yes, I have sent Kim a lot of texts, but she has sent the exact same amount to me. And they have all been mean and nasty, just like mine. I have called her names before, but the word whore and slut never came. In fact, I just texted you a couple weeks what ago. What do you call her? Um, I've called her a bitch. I've called her crazy. I've called her psychotic. And that it's, it's not the right way to handle it. Neurotic. And I know it. Yeah, neurotic. Disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah, um, I, I won't deny that. I probably All right, have. Let's, let's take a break. Coming up, Ken's soon-to-be ex-husband says, look, Emily is just vindictive. He's going to tell us why when we come back. The best thing to come out of my marriage with Kim is definitely my daughter. Kim being involved in this group does not affect her. If I had any fear that my daughter was in danger, I would definitely take control. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. 
The first page of a book never tells the full story. And those news alerts and headlines, like the ones we get on our phones, don't even scratch the surface of what the story is really all about. Stories are like people, multi-layered and complex. It takes some digging to find the truth, but when we find it, it can change our world. We like to dig. The news on Merritt Street, essential television. Wednesday on an all-new Dr. Phil. Deception, infidelity, and forgery. Did you write a suicide letter and then no, sign her name to it? Not at all. The only way anything's going to work is if we're honest. Well, that ship is sailed. That's Wednesday. Closed captioning provided by... I was married at 23, and within the week of getting married, the dynamic of our relationship changed. The physical affection stopped, the communication stopped. I felt very alone inside my marriage. After my daughter was born, I was very excited. I was very affectionate with her. I expected James to not be as much because he wasn't with me. Seeing James be so affectionate with my daughter made me feel even more alone. I found myself very jealous of my daughter. I didn't want to be around when James and her were interacting. I just kind of wanted to disappear. It definitely changed how I felt about our marriage and about James. Say Your Peace says this tracking of your sister is way overboard. Get your noses out of your sister's life. Uh, Future Hope Now says, hashtag feuding sisters, hashtag Dr. Phil. The main focus at this point should be the child involved. At he he 2918, do whatever you want to do in your sex life, but keep your child out of it. Absolutely. Uh, we're talking about Kim, who was married to James for 17 years, and their divorce will be final in just a few weeks. Kim's sisters, Emily and Lori, say they are upset with Kim because ever since she lost weight, she's become an irresponsible mother to her nine-year-old daughter. But it's odd to get support from a soon-to-be ex. But James does disagree. He says, not true. Take a look. Kim and I were together for 17 years. The best thing to come out of my marriage with Kim is definitely my daughter. I feel Emily is blowing things out of proportion as far as the group. Kim being involved in this group does not affect my daughter as far as being hurt or unsafe or anything like that. Kim is a good mom. My daughter is doing very well. She's extremely happy. I feel that she's safe and comfortable in the environment that she's in right now. If I had any fear that she was in danger, I would definitely take control and ask to take her for myself as far as custody. I would definitely go to ends to make sure that she was safe. Okay, joining us now in the audience is James. James, thanks for being here and talking to us about this. Kim told us that she wanted to do all of these things that she's now doing with this group when she is involved with them in the marriage, but you said that is sick and I want nothing to do with it. Correct. True? Yes. So you think it's sick, but you're not concerned about her doing this now with your daughter in the picture? Um, I don't feel that my daughter's involved in this. Whatsoever. You think she keeps it separate? Yes. Enough. Yeah. Why do you think she is obsessed and just way vindictive? Um, this has been a feuding that's been going on for many years. And uh, 
I've been sometimes pulled right in the middle of it. Mm -hmm. So. So you've seen it. I have seen it, yes. Now, you, you also heard her say in the tape piece, and she said to us as well, that she had a very odd relationship with her daughter in the beginning, odd feelings. Because she said when she married you, up until the time she married you, you were very attentive and romantic. Yes. But the day you got married, it all stopped, it all changed, you withdrew. Then when the baby came, she became very jealous of the child because you heaped love and affection and care and attention on the child. Yes. And so she was jealous of the child for years. Yes. True? Yes. It, how did you, do you still feel that way? No. No, I, I turned that into being happy for my daughter that he, he could have gone the other way because of how he was raised and that he, she could have been void of that. And I, I was very happy that she was able to get that from her dad because we had a very loving, very affectionate father, and that meant a lot to me, and I'm very, very happy that my daughter was able to get that out of him. Yeah. Let me tell you both, I, I tend to look at this from a forensic psychology standpoint, mm -hmm. because I, I've been, I did a year's postdoctoral training in forensic psychology after my doctorate in clinical and behavioral medicine, and um, so there are certain things that you look for with children, mm -hmm. and one of the things you look for are symptoms or signs mm -hmm. of abuse in some way. And, mm -hmm. and let me tell you what they are. Um, these are things that, that kind of pop up. You, you begin to see bowel disorders, uh, such as soiling oneself. You see eating disorders. It can be anorexia, bulimia, or weight gain, substantial weight gain. You see genital or rectal symptoms, such as pain during a bowel movement or something of that nature. Urination or vaginal itch or discharge repeated headaches, uh, sleep problems, stomach aches, vague complaints. You, you begin to see uh, some of these things. And then behaviorally, you begin to see, they, they display disruptive behaviors such as if they're old enough using alcohol or street drugs or engaging in high-risk sexual behaviors. They might start doing poorly in school. They have excessive fears. Mm -hmm. They withdraw from normal activities. Mm -hmm. So you see those sorts of things. And I can tell um, you, Dr. Phil, my daughter did experience and has shown a lot of those behaviors. She was very, very much withdrawing. She was very much because of the dysfunction that was in our home. The constant fighting between James and I. The constant yelling and screaming. The constant slamming of doors. This is why we decided to get out sooner than we had hoped. It was definitely tearing her apart. Yeah. Um, does, that, does that concern you? Yes. Because as, as we click some of these off, we go through eating disorders mm -hmm. and, and either incaprices or... Yes. Uh, in enuresis, you, you see these problems, sleep problems, stomach aches, disruptive behavior, withdrawal, mm -hmm. things of that nature. I got to tell you, if I'm just rolling up on mm -hmm. the scene and I've got one, two, three, four adults confirming for me mm -hmm. that I'm going to have to check a lot of these things off, Correct. then that's red flag warning for me. You have a new boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Has she slept in the bed Absolutely with this Absolutely unequivocally not. What do you know about it? You're going to be in the Los Angeles area and you would like free tickets, go to drphil.com and click on Be in the Audience. Or call 323-461-PHIL. I got to tell you, if I'm just rolling up on mm -hmm. the scene 
and I've got one, two, three, four adults confirming for me mm -hmm. that I'm going to have to check a lot of these things off, Correct. then that's red flag warning for me. And I, I start saying somebody needs to start explaining yep. what's going on there here. There was a lot of those that, that she was. If you would evaluate her now or have her evaluated now, almost all of them are gone. She is not having headaches. She has not had a single accident. And by the way, the accidents have never stopped since she's been an infant. We've, we've been struggling with um, urinating accidents since she was born. She's not had an accident in over three weeks. Most of those are starting to go away since I have taken her out of the home that we shared and all that was going on within that home and all the anxiety that I was constantly under, all the anxiety that he was constantly under, just all the stress and fighting. You understand, just as a stranger rolling up on the situation that is trained to look for certain things, yeah. these mm -hmm. would be bells that would ring for yep. me. Then I would see that maybe we're dealing with someone that has sexualized interest. I mean, your hobby's not pottery. Right. <laughs> uh, so, but these were all going on long before my group. Okay. The whole reason but I But you understand had... my concern. Absolutely. Okay, Absolutely. and then... I have not hidden any of these signs from anybody. I've had discussions with her teacher. I'm the one that brought most of these behaviors to a professional for help. So none of this behavior that you say vindictive, obsessive sister Emily, who says, yeah, I'm kind of obsessive uh, about it, none of this behavior was going on while you were there? No, absolutely Wasn't not. Wasn't Stacy staying there when you guys were and you still to, married? And, and you had to sleep. You had James. to sleep out in the car because Tell Kim kicked truth. you out one night? Now's no. your chance. She, not true. She can't hurt I you I never here. put him out in the car. James was sleeping on no. the couch I went for to two years. He went to a hotel. You went to a hotel when he what? He did. He did once. When her boyfriend was over sleeping boyfriend. in his bed, which was words from you. You said you came home from work and they were sleeping in your bed. My niece was on the couch. Her niece was on the couch and had been on the couch for the last week because my daughter has been in my bed since she's been born. We've yes. never gotten her out of that. You have a new boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Has she slept in the bed Absolutely with this new boyfriend? Absolutely, unequivocally not. Prior to me even meeting him, I had stepped her out onto the couch as step one in getting her into her own room. She'd already been on the couch for almost two months, or excuse me, two weeks, you didn't prior to me even Why? knowing. This child's she's nine. Why is she not sleeping in her own bed? She never has. I had her, she was very sick when she was an infant, brought her back in. She was on a heart monitor. I felt better with her being in the room. Uh -huh. I started working nights. He brought her back in. It was See, just another, to deal with. This is another warning sign because here's what we know about non-biological males Absolutely. being in the home. The chance of being abused, the mm -hmm. child being abused, is 20 times normal. Yep. Not twice as likely, not three times as likely, not 10 times as likely, 20 times normal. Dad. Mm -hmm. And we have a non-biological male in the home. Um, and you met him at group or not at group? Not at group. I met him not anything to do with Where'd group. Where'd you meet him? I met him through a friend of mine. What do you know about him? I know a lot about him. I've done a lot of research about him. So what do you know about him? In terms of where Who he comes he is, from. I, what I, his I know, background is. I know where he used to live. I, knew, I know where he grew up. I've met most of his family. Anything that you would generally talk about in getting to know somebody, in dating somebody, I, I know a ton of his background. If you guys have ever watched this show, you know that I make a big deal 
about knowing who we expose our children to, yes, who yes, we sir. turn our children over to. What do we know about our teachers? What do we know about Sunday school yes, teachers sir. and coaches and bus drivers and yes, neighbors sir. and people that have access to our children? What do we know about them? Yes, sir. You said you spent hundreds of hours. You've learned all kinds of things about him. We're going to find out who this man that's in this home is. Closed captioning provided by... Every situation needs a hero. Step up and be that for your child. If you're having trouble with a son or daughter and feel like you're running out of options, visit DrPhil.com to get 11 seasons of parenting advice. You can access articles, video, and action plans to help you be the best parent you can be. Tomorrow on Dr. Phil. They don't trust their sister's new boyfriend. Did you do a criminal background check on him? Yes, I did. And what did you find? A lot of stuff that I'm not going to go into. Well, we are going to go into it. What was he convicted of? If you say that this is not a problem. I don't think it is a problem. Then put it out there. Watch what happens. Can we talk? When his past is exposed. He got in trouble for... Oh, my God. America's most watched talk show. That's tomorrow. Well, we ran out of time, but we are far from finished with this sister intervention. Is their niece safe? You just heard that Kim has a new boyfriend. Her sisters are already upset about some of the things that have been going on in the house with their niece at home. But when I reveal what's in this binder, their concerns are going to rise to a whole new level. You don't want to miss this tomorrow. Thanks for being here. So long.